0: From the University of Alberta Alumni Association, it's What the Job. I'm Matt Ray.
1: Red Cloud always talks about how our elders weren't able to, to dance like um, Olivia, Olivia Newton-John and Travolta and have those moments, you know, just like how the, the, the movie Grease depicts that. And because and, it's based, in the era of the 50s right the 50s and 60s and that was a that wasn't a very fun time for a lot of our elders you know they weren't able to experience that era to its fullest you know they're dealing with a lot of trauma so that's something that we we want to perform for them and create that space where they can see that you know and just just honor them in that way
0: On this episode of What The Job, it's a two-for-one deal. I'm joined by stage actors Rodney McLeod and Tammy Ray. They both star in the touring musical Bear Grease, an indigenous spin on the film Grease. Rodney and Tammy talk about how they got into performing, what it's like to go on tour, their Bear Grease fam, and how meaningful it's been to take the show to communities across North America. What the job is made possible with the support of our affinity partner, TD Insurance. Did you know that through the TD Insurance Mellish Monarchs program, University of Alberta alumni are entitled to preferred rates on car, home, condo, and renter's insurance? Save even more by bundling your car and home insurance. To learn more about how you can save, please visit tdinsurance.com slash alumni. So what's your name and what's your job?
2: All right. Yeah. Rodney McLeod, a uh, professional human being. There it is. That's your
0: job. You're just a, you're That's a professional human being. <laughs> yeah. That's a
2: great... a, yeah. It keeps my, keeps my uh, title open, you know, Versatile. keeps my job title mm-hmm. open. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm a, I'm a assistant researcher for a uh, international researcher, a uh, scholar. Uh, his name is Buff Perry. Uh, we do uh, independent research and uh, scholarly work on uh, various projects, but uh, also do construction and uh, various other things. But right now, I'm getting paid to be a professional theater actor with bear grease. Incredible. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you're not alone. We have two people on this podcast today. Hi, Tammy. Hi. Hi. Well, my
1: name is Paul. Cammy Ray. I am from Eight Territory, also White Whitefish Lake First Nation, Tickamig and, and I currently reside in Edmonton, Alberta. I, before becoming a full-time theater actress, I was also an educator for four years, and um, it's been great. Aside from Theater. I'm also I do contract work with language. Um, so I work with different schools and I, I help with uh language revitalization. through the arts.
0: That's great. And you're both in Bear Grease, which Rodney mentioned earlier. Um, And what I basically want to do today is, I I haven't done a show with two guests before at the same time, but I do want to talk a little bit about your career journey, both of you at the same time, um, into how you got here, especially Rodney, because you wear so many different hats. (laughs) Well, you both do, really. Um, So, but Tammy, let's just start with you. And I want to focus a little bit on performance. at what point, you know, going way back, maybe to childhood, I don't know, whenever, at what point were you like, arts really appealed to you? That sort of performance arts really appealed to you? When did you feel that first?
1: I would say about uh, seven years old. Um, my my dad actually had this really cool set of uh, cassette tapes. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, there was like, a, it was an eclectic genre of music too, and um I remember there was like Dolly Parton, um, The Pretenders, and then there was Celine Dion, <laughs> and uh, the first cassette that I picked up was the Celine Dion cassette, and then, you know, I'm listening to this amazing voice, you know, and I'm just like, wow, you know, I was really moved by that, and I just, I think that's where that passion for singing was ignited and I started to teach myself how to sing you know we don't really have much for the arts on on in our community and um there's nothing offered like that in our school and uh yeah I had this this uh cute little karaoke machine and that's kind of where I started to teach myself how to sing and then that's where my love for song was sparked and then um as I got older, I started entering you know local talent shows and then I moved away. I moved away to Edmonton because we don't have a high school on in our community local community school. And uh, I started um, taking bo- voice lessons. and that's where I really started to take it a little bit more serious and joined our high school choir. And then at the age of 16, that's when Canadian Idol was still um on air. And then that was the first major audition that I did with any type of production. And yeah, that's that's where that started. Definitely. Were you on Canadian Idol? <laughs> I was on Canadian Idol.
0: Wow, how'd that go?
1: It went really well. You know, I did I made it through the first two um there's, you know, how they do the screening. So, and then I made it on to um, the final round, which is on TV. So I got to perform in front of all the celebrity judges. And I got to see all the cameras, you know, like, it, they don't really show you what exactly what's all there, but there's so many people in that room. I remember being 16 years old, super shy. And yeah, I started singing. And I remember it was... Um, it was a R&B song. It was India Irie, which is one of my favorite artists growing up. And um, yeah, that's kind of where that really started. And from then on, I just continued and started working in the studio and and then started my education journey. So, yeah.
0: That's fascinating. I have, I have tons of follow-up <laughs> questions, but I do want to get to Rodney. This is going to be tough to top, Rodney, because... Uh, <laughs> Going from self taught singing to Canadian Idol with uh, Celine Dion along for the ride, I guess. Uh, Rodney, <laughs> what was it for you? I mean, when did you start thinking performance was something you wanted to get into?
2: I guess my elementary and high school um, days, I've always been in theater. They always had me up on stage doing stuff. And then, uh, but it really hit probably when uh, uh, Georgina Lightning came to. Uh, Edmonton here and started shooting her Fantasies of Flying. And uh, she had a kind of open audition for a bunch of natives. And uh, I went, checked it out. And then I'm like, what? You could get paid to like hang out on set and be with your people and have fun. And then, yeah, that just opened the door. Uh, Ever since uh, she came here uh, from Fantasies of Flying, uh, I think it was like 2011. but back then, I'd always be to like every open audition down in Calgary, any any type of film like Revenant, all the type of uh, background acting uh, opportunities I could get, or any oct- uh, acting opportunities I could get, I, I jumped on it. And then uh, yeah, full circle, uh, Georgina and her family came back and uh, had had the o- open audition, and and I became the Kanaki. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah. Here's the thing about I've never watched Grease. Period. I feel very embarrassed by this because and uh, uh, and I haven't seen your play either. But um, I, how was it? Because I understand, Rodney, for you that was your first time doing live theater. Is that right?
2: Uh, well, uh, high elementary and high school I did that, but like not in like to this capacity. Yeah, yeah.
0: What was it like for you?
2: Oh yeah, no. At first, uh, it was an open audition. I thought it was an open audition for a film, film gig. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm down. And then they're like, it's a theater play, and I'm like, oh my goodness. But all my homies were there, so I couldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the dopest, the dopest uh, mother efforts. Red Cloud and uh, Crystal Lightning came into town and. Rock the house or continue to rock the house with us.
0: that That's uh, that see, you did it. You, you, t- you that was a great story as well. You're both doing great. Uh, I can't beat Tabby. <laughs> well, <wow. laughs> that's it. That's really fascinating, though. That like you know, you, it came full circle for you. That your introduction to uh, to performing being on, and how many films would you say or or, or TV shows that that you you've been in, if you had to guess?
2: Oh, I. I got uh 12 <laughs> funny just just by uh I had to bring them out. I got like uh he got these actor background at credit things, vouchers. Okay. Yeah. I got 12 of them to um uh 10 star mm-hmm. uh wine owner herb uh hold the hold the dark uh Fargo lost face uh Revenant Fargo 2 uh, Solution uh, that was uh, uh, Alpha the uh, one movie there. So yeah, just on the on the go with uh, on working in the industry. And what did you find
0: like the difference between theater and 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 TV or movies? Like obviously you talked a little bit about you're hanging out on set. It's probably a lot of stop and go and stuff like that. But like, was it? In terms of actually doing the performance, did you find it very different to do theater?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, you don't really want to mess up your lines because you're in front of everybody and you can't. It's not uh, cut and your lines are, like, gone over. So, yeah, and um, Crystal says it best. Like, at the end, like, there's nothing more than the feedback from the audience, And that's what – that's a really, really uh, deep and genuine feeling when when you get the uh, audience feedback.
0: Yeah, uh, I think – I've always loved theater, and I think it's because there's that cool relationship between the audience and the actors on the stage, you know? Like, you can really feel the energy between the two. And I imagine if you're performing the same show – and, Tammy, maybe I'll ask you this. Um, I imagine as you're performing the same show – many times in front of different audiences, you feel a different relationship with the different audiences you encounter.
1: Yes, definitely. Because every show, every venue has um, a different energy. And, uh, you know, we are performing the same numbers, but it all depends. It it all depends on what energy is being given. You know, it's, it's, it's just this, like, reciprocated energy you know if if the audience is vibing and they're laughing and they're enjoying you know it just it just gets us all excited too and and you know we want to give them give them more and i'm not saying that we don't with any like (laughs) say if there's a great audience but it's just you know it's just beautiful everywhere we go it has a different energy and then you know we're always welcomed with so much so much love wherever we go and um you just always have to think before you know because i i sing the first number of the show and um you just always have to think that this is their first time seeing it you know and you want to give them that experience so i think that's that's what that's what makes it interesting for us and you know gets us excited as well so
0: and uh, yeah. how much theater experience, like how much acting had you done before Bear Goose? <laughs> so I'm sure you performed a lot, you know, singing-wise. i
1: performed, yes. So I've been a singer-songwriter for many years prior. And, um, you know, I have a lot of experience singing in front of audiences, but theater was new to me. Um, I I was um, teaching fine arts and uh, the creator of the show. Um Brett Cloud, I, I, that's where I met him, and we were doing some really amazing things with with our students, and he was our artist in residence, and uh, you know he's seen this potential in me, him, and his wife Crystal, and that's yeah, Bear Creek is the first time I've ever been part of, in, like, any type of theater production. Yeah.
0: And what, what what did it like in terms of like what you would expect and mm-hmm. what it actually was what was different for you or what was the most surprising thing about doing, being a part of a big theatrical production like that?
1: I think I would say, you know, there's a lot of rehearsal with it that comes with it. A lot of rehearse, like you rehearse your lines, you rehearse choreography. Choreography was new to me. Um, You know, it's, it took some time, but I finally, you know, with a lot of time and, and, and rehearsal, I finally was able to get the numbers, and um, yeah, because music, the because I'm I'm one of the the vocalists of the show. That that's that's something I'm always so passionate about, right? But it was that the remembering the lines, the acting, you know, getting into character, the choreography um, that was new to me, and uh, it's been such an amazing experience. You know, I challenged myself to to learn how to act how to dance you know so it's that yeah that was the whole that yeah that was a challenge but you know again we were able to do it with rehearsal so
0: and it must be different trying to sing in a musical than just singing the songs <laughs> that you wrote you know on stage unless you have big choreograph numbers for your your music as well i don't know
1: it's It's different for sure, you know, because um the the numbers that like with their skits. There's a lot of skits with some of our our numbers, but after the skits comes the the music, right? So um yeah, it was it's it was just a lot of fun. It's different when you're performing your own songs because you really have to, you know delve in, inside and you get you you want to um bring out this passion, you know, get into your feel that song that you're singing so your audience can feel that, you know, but with this musical, you you're doing the same thing, but it's also just uh it's it's just fun, you know. Both of them are fun. It's just I just find like the musicals like because we incorporate a lot of humor. It's just it's different, but yeah.
0: Rodney I want to go back to you for a second I'm interested in thinking about the skills that are involved in terms of like doing this as a job performing as a job um what did you have to develop and work on? what are some of the things that you had to you know get good at in order to uh keep keep doing performances?
2: oh man yeah again, like professional human being like uh your mental your spiritual your emotional capacity uh, can wear thin, very thin at times when you're on tour. And um, it, it's a test, right? Uh, we're we're I'm pretty sure most of us are over 30. We got a, maybe one young on the crew. But yeah, we're all really kind of uh, mature. So we're we're thinkers like uh, beyond, you know, anything that's going to make us insecure to uh, break down anything that's going to uh, hurt our our cohesion.
0: Was that the thing that you found most challenging? Like the actual... Uh...
2: No, not, no, not, it's not that, that's not the most challenging, definitely not. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, It's the physical preparation. Um, so just blessed. Uh, that, uh, I'm just, I physically prepare, we all physically prepare ourselves, um, pretty much Well, for myself, day and night, just stretching and, uh, yeah, just doing various things to keep, keep yourself mentally, spiritually, uh, on your toes.
0: And that like to help you be ready to perform, get through the grind of touring. How long were you touring for for this show?
1: It's it's been quite some time. I would say we've been touring for two years. Wow. Um, Yeah. So we there's sometimes like there's some months where we have you know time off. You know, like next for January because we're we're starting up our Christmas shows. We'll have January off. So usually after a full month tour, we'll have couple weeks off but yeah we've been touring for two years and we've gone across turtle islands across the United States Canada and it's just been such a beautiful experience and I you know I've never had that opportunity to travel this much and um and to experience the communities that we've we've experienced it's just been amazing you know we're really building um beautiful memories you know with this cast who I call family and it's just it's amazing and it's wild like one weekend we'll be with the Seminole Nation in Florida and then the next weekend we're in Picanjigum in northern Ontario and it's it's uh it's crazy you know it's just but it's it's very fulfilling and I'm just really thankful
0: (laughs) What's the reception like? what 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 kind of things do you hear back about about Grease?
1: Oh, well, that it's funny. Um, people are moved. i I feel a lot of people actually say they go through this roller coaster of emotions because we incorporate, you know, for the first four numbers, we pay homage to Motown. You know, we honor Motown. So we start off our four numbers doing that, and then we get right into the the skits and then you'll start to see some similarities, you know, make those connections to the the classic Greece. So it's 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 pretty cool. Like you'll be laughing one minute and then you'll be tearing up um, and just it's it's amazing. So I I I think that's what a lot of people have mentioned is that they've gone through this roller coaster of emotions, are laughing, or crying, or dancing, you know.
0: How often I wonder, because you mentioned teaching, teaching is also in its own way a performance. You've got to stand up in front of a, of a group, an audience, you have to deliver. Uh, do you find that your teaching experience helps you in your acting experience?
1: Oh, it definitely has. You know, prior to my education journey, um, I've always had trouble speaking publicly. Um, it was just something I struggled with. Even speaking to people in general, it's just I was always this shy girl growing up and I couldn't even look at people when I'd speak to them and it's just amazing how music really helped me get over that and to perform you know I love to sing I love like music has always been healing for me and um but you know, I've also had to learn how to publicly speak. I've done interviews with like CTV, CBC, and yeah, that's been a learning experience, but teaching has helped definitely. And, you know, I've also been, I've also had the opportunity to incorporate arts into my teaching. So I think that's why it's just was always something that was fun, you know, I always had a lot of fun teaching.
0: One question I I ask um, almost every guest on this show that when they come through is about mentorship, about who who do you lean on um, when you're looking for advice, and I'll ask both of you this, but we'll we'll start with Tammy since I'm already talking to you. What what <laughs> in terms of mentors, is there are there people in your life that that you rely on for for help or for guidance?
1: Yes, definitely. I think um, our elders are so important when it comes to knowledge, and that's. Who I go to are my elders, first and foremost. And you know, my 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 parents, I'm really thankful for them. They've been so supportive since I've taken this on full time, since I've taken artistry full on full time. So it's just, it's it's been amazing. And my friends are so supportive. And obviously, like my bear grease fam, you know, we we're always around each other, right? Like i like. We've been touring for two years and, you know, sometimes we're with them more than we are with our own families. So it's just, it's just been amazing. You know, like I'm thankful for Rodney. Rodney has like been there, you know, through so many things and I'm just thankful for him as well. So,
2: (laughs) Well, Tammy, of course, you know, I'm forever grateful for you, forever. How many times I've bent down on my knee. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Is
0: that part of the production?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Rodney, uh, yeah. Rodney, I'll just ask you the same the same question in terms of like mentorship and what you lean you know, on. You know, a professional human and you talk about the physical, spiritual preparation. But uh is there are there people in your life too that you rely on for for advice and guidance?
2: Yeah, yes, definitely. Absolutely. It's our it's our elders and our parents. You know, uh, working selflessly for our our community Mm. and our elders and our people, right? Just constant, constant uh, uh, consultation and uh, listening and in ceremony. You know, research is ceremony. uh, It's one of our Indigenous peoples' education kind of slogan. You know, it uh, it's a way of life. uh, Our traditional, you know, our sacred way of life where we. Where we have that uh, circle tight, our our family circle tight, and our relational uh, accountability to the earth, our our ancestors, the cosmos even, you know, we're always thinking about star star people and, you know, just creating a harmonious relationship as best we can with our people.
0: Just talking about harmonious relations. One other thing I wanted to ask you about as well. Tammy was talking about the tour. She's talking about encountering different people, different places. What was your feeling and reaction when you when you were encountering different people on tour?
2: Oh yeah, just like love. It's just so much love. Um, and yeah, just like Tammy says, the roller coaster of emotions. You know, which is just like so much love, and like you know, we we we. we push that button where there's just enough pain to you know where you you where you know you could almost experience like you know our our residential school uh survivors you know spirit up there on stage
0: and i know you have a degree in from native studies at the university of alberta um that's right right rodney
2: yeah uh yeah and uh i got a Certificate in uh, Governance and Relationships, and then I was in a Master's in the Indigenous People's Education. I had a couple courses left and uh, just my capstone. But, oh. uh, yeah, just letting it float for now. Hey, well,
0: you're, you're, you're a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if, like, in what ways that your education has uh, helped you in your, in your performance or any of your other roles?
2: Yeah, no, it, it's uh, the IPE program. Uh, Core Weber-Pilwax, uh, Rebecca Sockbeson, uh, the, all the Steinhauer, uh, sisters and relate, relate relatives there, uh, Dwayne Donald, do- all the doctors there and the IP program, all the elders there, uh, they're the, huh. Yeah. They're, they're number one. <laughs> yeah. They they're, they're uh, foundational in, in this uh, in my journey. Yeah,
0: education. Well, that's really great. And uh, Tammy, you did you you took uh, you have an Ed degree, uh, but I think you were in Native Studies as well.
1: Yeah, I, I I did the combined degree program, so I also have my NS degree.
0: And how did you find? How do you find your education plays in, in terms of your, your
1: performance? it has a i think i think it's very foundational you know um when i started my native studies journey um, at u of a i took a couple courses and we started talking about the residential school system and survivors and you know i i didn't realize that Well, my grandparents went through that because it was never talked about. And I was raised by my grandparents for a majority of my childhood. And um, I never knew, you know, things that they went through. And, you know, my 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 grandmother always talked about the mission that she went to the mission. I just thought it was, you know, like um, a Catholic school. But I didn't think it was, you know, because she said she would go away for months at a time. And. I, I, I had no idea, you know, it wasn't until my NS degree where I was able to understand it. And, you know, I read about the stories and then I, and I attended the TRC event that they had at the, Shaw's, the Shaw Conference Center. And uh, it just opened my eyes. And, you know, like just as what Rodney mentioned, you know, we, 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 were, that's, that's who we do the show for is for our elders our 60 scoop survivors, you know, and um, because they didn't have that opportunity, they couldn't, Red Cloud always talks about how our elders weren't able to to dance like um, Olivia Olivia Newton-John and Travolta and have those moments, you know, just like how the the movie Grease depicts that and and, because it's based in the era of the 50s, right, Mm -hmm. the 50s and 60s, And that was a that wasn't a very fun time for a lot of our elders, you know, they weren't able to experience that era to its fullest. You know, they're dealing with a lot of trauma. So that's something that we we want to perform for them and create that space where they can see that, you know, and just. Just honor them in that way. So, yeah.
0: It must be very special, then, you know, to be in this production, it's an indigenous created, uh, written, Mm -hmm. uh, performed, and going out to different audiences all over, as you said, like, uh, uh, North America, really, and um, it must be really meaningful, then, for for you to be able to do that.
1: It is, and it's, it's beautiful, you know, you've, I'm sure you've heard the term, all my relations. And uh, we get to we live that we're traveling across Turtle Islands and we're going into Navajo territory, the different territories, and they're welcoming a bunch of Treaty Six and Treaty Eight, you know, people into their into their communities, and we're majority of us are Cree, and uh, it's it's just beautiful, you know. Is there's there's a lot of um, the Cree language is incorporated into the show. And it's beautiful, you know, even though there's, they don't understand the language, but there's still that connection. And um, I don't know if you've heard the term or Mio is that we're all related. And um, it's just, it's beautiful that we get to to live that and to share that and to witness that.
0: This has been a lot more emotional than I expected a career podcast to get. So <laughs> I appreciate Rodney, did you have anything to add to that? And then I am going to ask some career advice questions. I really I really am
2: No, no, not really. No.
0: Well, then let's get to the advice. Rodney, yeah. in terms of someone who uh wants to get into maybe acting, what what is what are, what are some words of wisdom you might have for that person?
2: Uh, All and- right definitely mentally and spiritually ground yourself that's a that's a huge one because you're going to be taking a lot of uh uh m- mental and spiritual uh, uh energy that uh you need to protect yourself from while opening yourself to it's a fine balance but uh when you're you're you look at uh, the bigger picture, and and see what you're performing for and what you're doing it for, it uh, really helps. And then, uh, yeah, maybe get your uh, get yourself a spirit name in a ceremony. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and Terry, what advice would you have for for any sort of young young actress that might want to follow in your footsteps? <laughs>
1: Like I encourage them to, you know, um, continue expressing themselves, and once they find that space where they can be free in that, and find the the best mentor to, you know, help them um, craft their gift a bit more. I I think you're you're just gonna go even bigger places, and I think. I think that's important is to always find spaces where you can express yourself and to you just know that what you have is a special gift and that it's needed. It's needed by people. Um, you know, Kisi Mantu, creator, has always as blessed every one of us with with gifts, you know, whether it's in education, whether it's in performing, um, you know, even in the medical fields, in the law fields, like people all have gifts where they are there to, to help people. And, um, I just, I just encourage you to continue crafting your gift and not being afraid to express it. Um, and the right people will come to help you.
0: Perfect. So very beautiful stuff. Um, Tammy, uh, well, for both of you actually, but just before I go into the lightning round, the last thing we do is just some fun questions that we ask every guest. Can I just get you to say where you're from so that people know? Tammy, first.
1: Yes, I am from Whitefish Lake First Nation, Treaty 8 territory, Northern Alberta, but I currently reside in Edmonton, Alberta.
0: And Rodney?
2: Uh, Ayik Sagay again, Uh, that's Frog Lake. Prague Lake Alberta Treaty 6 uh it's about uh, 3 hours uh east of Edmonton just a little bit north right between uh, Cold Lake and Lloydminster it's a, it's a cute little reserve with a population about uh 5000 <laughs> you know it's going uh yeah no uh, yeah what was it like, from
0: one other question I have, just I'm just gonna keep asking questions that aren't necessarily career related just because I'm interested. but what was your experience like coming to to university from from a small place?
1: It was um definitely uh, challenging. you know you're you're coming from a small community, and then you know just U of a in general is its own city. Um so it was a it was it definitely took some time. But I met, I was introduced to this beautiful community um, at First Peoples House and um, at the NS building that was my favorite place was the gathering room. And then I started to make those connections. You know, I actually met people that are from the area where I'm from or close to. And yeah, that just made my experience even better. And like the mentors, the professors, I got to meet along the way. It was, it was definitely difficult though, but um each year got better for sure once you build your community
0: Rodney how about you
2: Oh yeah uh so it's is, it is a mix uh, my dad's a a Scotsman from southern ontario so where about uh, I'm from my,
0: southern ontario Whereabouts is he from
2: Oh yeah uh delhi
0: okay i'm i'm from guelph so not that close
2: Oh from. yeah guelph yeah i was born in kitchener
0: Oh, hey, there you go. I was born in Kitchener, too, technically. St. Mary's Hospital. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, my parents uh, took me to BC, and then I was always between uh, the res and BC. So it was uh, a uh, little bit of culture shock coming to the university campus. Uh, just same thing, opened my eyes to the bigger picture of uh, residential schools and what our people have been put through and just colonization in general of human beings. Hmm.
0: Well, wow, this has been great. And I, I got to move on because otherwise we'll be here for an hour and I said to keep it to 40 minutes. So <laughs> let's go on. This You're is dead. the lightning round and we just do, normally I do about six questions with one guest, but I'm going to do three questions with each of you and we'll start with Rodney. And, oh, no, tell me. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, the first okay. one, it's just a yes or no question. Okay. Have, have you ever been fired from a job?
2: Hmm. hmm. No, I've never been fired.
0: There you go. Most people haven't, but, you know, some people have. Um, when you were a kid, what did you want to
2: be when you grew up? Oh, man. Yeah, when I was a kid, like, I'd jam out to Wu-Tang, and, like, I'd, like, I'd be ai it's just, like, a hard little hip-hop, like, little kid that, always wanted to be like deadly so i i don't know just ended up being a little bit deadly here so far so yeah
0: you wanted to be a performer now you're a performer you wanted to be deadly now you're deadly (laughs) (laughs) um what is your favorite thing about your job about acting what's your favorite thing oh uh
2: the love uh from uh from our people yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Okay, Tammy, I will ask you the same questions. Uh yes or no, have you ever been fired from a job? No. Okay. Well, some I'm going to get I <laughs> sooner or later I going to get one. Uh when you were a kid, what did you what did you want to do when you grew up?
1: I wanted to be a a nurse. I think that's a, you know, when, when you're in kindergarten and they ask you that question and then they make this cute little plaque for you. And then what do you want to be when you grow up? But yeah, I guess the medical field, um, I'm a nurse.
0: And what is your favorite thing? Let's say just about performing for you. We'll broaden it out to singing or acting or both in the musical sense
1: gosh that's a tough question Matthew
0: yeah just one you've got to narrow it all down to one thing <laughs> yeah. Rodney didn't struggle thing? he got it
1: no I I honestly think it's um getting to perform every night and um gets you feel the audience's energy
0: I go it's all about people for both of you in the yes. end this has been a <laughs> this, this has been a great, great uh, chat with you both. Thank you all so much for uh, sharing your stories, your career journey and your advice.
1: Yeah, no, thank you so much. It's been, it's been amazing.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of What the Job and a special thanks to our guests, Rodney and Tammy. For talking to us about their careers. And as always, a reminder that the best place for alumni to connect with other alumni about jobs, mentorship, or volunteer opportunities is the online platform Switchboard. It's free, and you can try it out today at uab.ca slash sboard. It's a great tool no matter where you are in your career journey. That's all for this episode. For What the Job, I'm Matt Ray. See you next time.